I listened to uh, Chef AG's uh, seminar on weight loss. It was terrific, by the way. I, I have to thank you. And what nobody spoke about organic vegetables and what's the take on that? Which vegetables should you buy organic and which ones should you not? Well, you could always default to the the um, daily dozen. I mean, the not the daily dozen. The um, what's it called? The dirty dozen. dozen. Dirty, dirty dozen. dozen. Thank you. The dirty dozen and the clean. Yeah, you could always kind of look at that website to see the annual updates to the foods that you should optimize in terms of organic. But the research is really kind of clear that if you're choosing between organic vegetables and not organic vegetables and not having vegetables, you're better off to have the, the extra serving of vegetables. So. Um, it's always good if you can do organic, it's better for the soil, it's better for the, um, you know, reduced pesticides, but it's not always accessible for a lot of people and you're better off just making sure you're eating enough of the fruits and vegetables. So organic when you can, but if you can't, you're still better off opting for eating those fruits and vegetables. Ainsley, would you like to ask a question and where are you from? Hi, I'm from Trinidad. Um, the question I have to ask, and I'm surprised nobody has mentioned it. And this is a very touchy one. Manuka honey. Now it falls between vegan, not vegan. And that conversation could go on for hours. How are we to view Manuka honey? Anybody? Well, it's Thanks. not vegan. And it, it, it's, it, the bees didn't make it for you. So... I don't recommend eating it. And plus it's still a concentrated sweetener and all concentrated sweeteners are 1800 calories. So it goes back to, well, should we eat fruit? I, I would much rather see people eat fruit, which is two to 300 calories than concentrated sugars. And I don't see what benefit that you're getting from eating honey that you could get in another way. So as an ethical vegan, I give a thumbs down to honey. It harms the bees. And it, it's, why do you need it? I would ask, what, what do you need it for? Isabel, would you like to ask a question or where are you from? Hi, I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. I'm just wondering because um, I cannot eat without salt and I um, only use salt on my dinner because on the morning I have my oats and at lunchtime I have a smoothie. But I want to know if all the salt are equal uh, and what you think about the Himalayan pig. Pink Himalayan salt, please. How much do I have? So I don't know if I heard all the question, but um, I do know that Himalayan, pink Himalayan salt, it's still salt, it's still sodium chloride. So salt is salt. Uh, so that there's no good data really to say that one is better than the other, especially with hypertension and heart failure. And, you know, if you're, you know, asking the question about salt in general, like we previously discussed, if you exercise a lot, sweat a lot, there's actually was a good Mayo Clinic study that showed that people really work hard, sweat heavily, salt doesn't really affect their blood pressure to a significant degree versus a group of people they fed extra salt to and, uh, and did not have them exercise and sweat. Um, I don't know if I answered your complete question. So if anybody else wants to chime in. Well, the other recommendation, I'll just throw this out there. If you are going to have salt, then at least get iodized salt and all those other salts are not iodized because that is the way to get iodine. And that's the reason that we're having this kind of depletion of iodine in the diet of late because people are choosing these fancy salts. 
but it is still salt. So if you're going to include salt, then try to do the iodized salt and, and do it at the end right before you eat it so you can decrease the total consumption. Stephanie, would you like to ask a question and where are you from? Hi, I'm from BC. Thank you guys for uh, doing this and taking the time to answer our questions. So my question is, I recently um, got diagnosed with high blood pressure and tachycardia, and I'm a 39-year-old, um, relatively healthy female, and the doctors could never figure out where it came from, what the root causes, why. It was always a mystery. So I recently had a consultation with a naturopath um, online, and she, she suggested something I had never heard of. She said, because I have, have had PCOS my whole life and had this insulin resistance issue, she thinks it's because I have candida and the candida is like dehydrating me, which is causing all these like blood pressure issues and tachycardia and stuff. And I just don't know. There's so much different information out there. I don't know what to believe or not. So what do you guys think of that? And do you know anything about candida or could shed any light on this? Well, what I would say is... Um... First of all, uh, a lot of different types of doctors out there are not evidence-based or science-based. That's the biggest criticism for functional medicine, for homeopathic medicine, naturopathic medicine, is you can't show me published data to show you know, benefits to some of the therapies. And that doesn't mean they don't all work. It's just they haven't been proven and it's harder to convince people who, who follow the strict scientific approach that those remedies are appropriate. What I would say though about hypertension is following the recommendations from the American College of Cardiology, American Heart Association guidelines of which Kim Williams, uh, you know, very renowned plant-based cardiologist was on the writing committee. They would say that if you're exercising the proper amount, if you're at your ideal body weight, which don't forget is very thin, if you're restricting uh, the salt in the diet, you don't have uncontrolled sleep apnea, which is a big driver for resistant hypertension, if you're excluding alcohol completely, because some people are very alcohol sensitive, raising blood pressure, if you're doing everything absolutely perfect from a lifestyle perspective, uh, eating a you know, whole food plant-based diet that's low in fat, and you still have elevated blood pressure readings, then you really gotta be thinking about what we call secondary causes. I can't, I don't know any data about candida specifically being a secondary cause of hypertension. There are some rare hormonal uh, diseases, adrenal hormones and pituitary, um, you know, Cushing's, all these other things that could, that could happen. They're unusual. A vast majority, well more than 90% of hypertension is eliminated if you strictly follow the lifestyle medicine recommendations for hypertension, the exercise, the ideal body weight, um, eating whole food, plant-based, restricting salt and alcohol. And so if it's, if it's still, if your blood pressure is still elevated, um, finding a lifestyle medicine physician uh, who can help you work up secondary causes of hypertension would be uh, an important thing to do. Uh, let me jump in on this. Uh, I'm, you said you're in DC. So um, Canada is a ridiculous catch-all uh, term that um, these people throw around. If you had Canada in your blood, you'd be in the hospital with sepsis. It's not Canada. Um, there's a um, vegan lifestyle physician in Washington, D.C. by the name of Dr. Theodore Watkins. Please look him up. Go see him. He will help you out and put you on a plant-based diet and get you on the straight and narrow. He's evidence-based. That's what you need to get this straightened out. Please. Theodore Watkins. Okay. Um, just uh, as we wrap everything up, 
uh, each of you, uh, starting with Chef AJ, if people want to follow up with you, get your book, watch your videos, what's the best All way right, Sandra, to- they're done. I got the last question. I <laughs> Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Stephen, for all the tremendous work you do producing this conference and bringing this information to the masses. The best way to get in touch with me is through my website, which is my name, chefaj.com. And every day at 11 a.m. Pacific time for more than the last two years, I do a daily and live show on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter called Chef AJ Live. And I hope to see you there. So just let me say, there's a lot of people in the health movement who are doing videos, who are doing books, who are doing websites. Chef AJ might have the most successful thing going. In other words, every day she interviews the very, very best plant-based doctors on the planet. Um, and she's got an incredibly easy, charming way with them. So everyone is in a happy mood, giving out great information. Um, she gets huge views, huge. So if you're saying who is an influencer in this world in the health movement, Chef AJ's might be one of the biggest, if not, she's one of the biggest influencers. Her YouTube channel um, really tries to do a lot of what the real truth about health is. She brings in different experts every day, interviews them, gives them a forum to share their information. Sometimes they do a PowerPoint presentation. So this isn't like a side thing where, oh, and on the side, I've got this YouTube. This is, you know, full-time plus work producing and making that show and getting those speakers. So if you're looking for more content, um, you know, the Chef, Chef AJ's YouTube channel is a huge production and definitely worth um, knowing about. What about, did you have a new book recently? Um, yeah, and my, my, um, it's the 10th anniversary edition of Unprocessed. It's this time it has colored pictures, updated recipes, new recipes, and a forward by Dr. John McDougall. Okay. Uh, Julie, Juliana, how about you? How do we get in touch with you? Are you available? Do you do... Um, phone consultations, um, Zoom calls, like to do nutrition? What is, what's your availability if people want to connect and follow up with your work? Yes, thank you so much. Yes, you could find me at plantbaseddietitian.com. And I work with clients all over the world. I have a podcast, the Choose You Now podcast. And I have to show my new book too. <laughs> this is my last book, The Choose You Now Diet. This just came out in um, December and all of that is available on uh, plantbaseddietitian.com. What is your podcast? Because I found that um, a lot of times I find it hard to stay focused or interested. And I was listening to your podcast. I guess I was listening on YouTube. And I guess you had two other people and you were having fun and it was very interesting. And somehow it kept me more interested than other things that I listened to. And I was able to uh, I was while I was learning, you were answering the nutrition questions, but it was a very entertaining and upbeat podcast. How often do you have that? Thank you. Well, we have a weekly uh, release. We have interviews every Sunday. One's coming out tomorrow with Colleen Patrick Cadreau tomorrow, and uh, so I interview people on Sundays. And then once a month, we have the nutrition Q and A, which I do with my two producers, which is what you were probably referring to. So we do that once a month and uh, you could ask me anything on social media and I try to get to everyone's questions as often as possible. And um, yes, thank you so much for saying that. You can find it on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if someone wants to do, use you as their nutritionist, um, uh, they can set up a call and you'll do a, a Skype, a Zoom call with them and take two sessions. Yes. Yeah, no, I do. I see people all over the world, either via Zoom or phone or Skype or whatever you want to use right now. It's been so nice to have everything on tele, 
health finally. I've been trying to do this for 15 years and it's really exciting to be able to access people all over the globe. Um, anyone that has any issues, just reach out to me. You can contact me directly on plantbaseddietitian.com. Okay. And Dr. Mills, how about yourself? How would we follow up with you? Are you available to speak to? Um, what projects do you have? How, how do we stay connected with you? Uh, just excuse me. I, I have someone I've got to refer to uh, Juliana, so I wanted to get that down. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, um, wow. Um, I, I have a website. Uh, it's uh, Dr. Milton Mills, plantbasednation.com. Um, and um, I also actually have an essay in this book, uh, Brother Vegan. Can everybody see that? Um, and people, I guess, can uh, reach out if they are interested in uh, getting this book for me. Um, reach out through the website and uh, we'll figure out how to get it to them. Um, I, um, uh, you can shoot me, uh, contact me through the website um, and I'll um, get back to you or, and or uh, through PCRM, um, through the PCRM.org website, um, reach out to me, uh, 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 contact them slash Dr. Mills and they will forward the emails to me as well. Okay, great, thank you. Uh, and Dr. Loam, um, how would we stay in touch with you or get involved? Are you available to speak to patients via Zoom? What's, what's your situation? And first of all, um, I just wanted to say thanks so much for, for having me here. This is such a great conference and I love Chef AJ, Juliana, Milton, you guys are just awesome. This was a, a, a great panel and, um, and I'm gonna probably be referring patients to, uh, to you, Juliana, as well. Uh, um, and I always send patients to see Chef AJ's show. Uh, personally, I'm located in Monterey County. I do do telehealth video uh, visits and such for anybody in the state of California, but that's what my license is currently restricted to, unfortunately, is the state of California. Having said that, I've done a lot of other activism, a uh, nonprofit organization called Plant-Based Nutrition Movement, pbnm.org, Plant-Based Nutrition Movement, pbnm.org has a lot of phenomenal resources, is predominantly based in the Chicagoland area in regards to the, the meetups and such in person, but they do a lot of online things. And uh, so I'd recommend people check that out. I do have a website, heartstrong.com, which I put together as kind of a do-it-yourself lifestyle medicine approach. I do it at your own pace, educate yourself step-by-step, phase-by-phase to help somebody get more on a whole food plant-based diet slowly. Uh, I used to be very active on YouTube. I got a YouTube channel. Uh, and I loved making those videos, but they were time consuming and I slowed down a bit. I hope to get back into that uh, soon. If you just get on YouTube and search Stephen Loam, uh, you'll, you'll find that. Um, and, uh, and then I'm on social media, like Twitter at Steve Loam and uh, on Facebook, Dr. Stephen Loam too. And feel free to reach out to me, send me messages through social media, whatever, whatever you need. Well, I really appreciate you spending the two hours today and the 25 years before this, getting ready for tonight, getting all the information and then freely sharing it with all of us, we really appreciate it. It's hard to get this information. Uh, if we could unmute the audience so we could all say thank you and appreciate all the time that you've put into making this happen. So thank you very much. Mm -hmm.